Yeah, we could talk some Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> that bitch. Bro, did you, up. did you see that they already killed people? They already killed, like, a judge. A judge's son and her husband that were put on, like, the, um... She's, like, the... What's her call it? The judge in his case with, like, the banks or some shit. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't see that, but I saw... That they're gonna release some names for sure. You didn't see. I, wait, wait. You didn't see that. So no, uh, I didn't see the judge. I have to look it up. He has a case with um a bank, a Dutch bank that's getting in trouble for doing business with him. Like they're getting in trouble for doing business with a pedophile, and yeah. um the lady, a FedEx, a a person from FedEx or a person dressed up as FedEx came to their door, knocked on the door. The sun opened and the guy just started shooting. No fucking way. It's like a movie scene. Yeah, in New Jersey. From and then killed the son and wounded the husband. And she was like in the basement or some shit. So she So where is the so where is the guy? The guy's on the, the loose. FedEx, nope, guy's the FedEx driver. Guy got away. Guy's on the loose. Oh, as always. Yeah. That's crazy. It's like man. That's crazy. They're starting around. Oh, it's- it's going down. It's gonna get. It's gonna get ugly, man. This is going all the way to the elections, and I think uh, what's the um, royalty guy? Uh, Prince is it Prince Ed? Uh, um, Prince Andrew. Andrew. Prince Andrew. Dude, people are on his ass now in England. Yeah, they should be. Like I watched this one thing. Like if you go on YouTube, it's up there. It's like um, they examine like a body lang- a body language expert. Exactly. Oh. And he's like, they're like, did you do this? And he's like, no. <laughs> Bro, you don't have to be a body language expert. I could tell that motherfucker's lying. Yeah, but it's just funny. Like the video, like every every yeah. every 30 seconds, the guy stops and goes, all right, you see what yeah. he just did there? Yeah. He's lying. That, yeah, that is true. I believe that. They, um, I think like FBI teaches that for their agents. Like there's you know, body language type of stuff. I 100% believe that kind of, you know, your body language definitely gives you up when you're lying. But, you know, you don't really have to be an expert. Everything makes sense. Yeah. And he failed miserably, yeah. though. They were saying, like... Oh, oh. because oh, check this out, too. So, like, these people, right? So, I don't have a problem with people flying with him or being friends with him, whatever. Before he was a registered sex offender, right? Yeah. Cause he also he got arrested and they let him out on a deal, but there are people I tweeted this about this. People like Bill Gates, for example, he's on the fly logs after he was the registered sex offender. Like people still stayed in touch with him and hung out with him and did business with him, whatever it is, or went to his island after he was a registered freaking sex offender. Yeah. So like, what is your excuse after that? Bro, a lot of people. A lot of people. Bro, the worst That's- is they had names on there that I was like, oh, man, really? They had, like, Will Ferrell on there. Uh, him, too? Yeah. The list is fucked up. The list has, like, Tom Tom Hanks, Will Ferrell, Bill, Bill Gates. And then it's crazy that you see Bill Gates in the news for so much other shit right now. Like, he somehow, all of a sudden, yeah. people started listening to Bill Gates on coronavirus and shit. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, my... I don't trust Bill. He just looks like the devil, man. Like, now that I'm learning more about him, or maybe it is conspiracies, I don't know. We're never going to know. But now that I'm thinking more about him, like, I don't like the way he just looks. Oh, Bill, <laughs> you know? Yeah, Bill Gates is a 
shady motherfucker. <laughs> He's um. So did you see Chris Delia? Chris Delia, the comedian. Yeah, you know how he's uh, he fucked up too. Yeah. So like him, there's a video of him where they said like he didn't know you could save snaps like on Snapchat, and apparently he was you know he was sending whatever um, nudes or whatever to minors. There's a video of him on a podcast. He's like they're saying they're talking about like snaps and like being able to save in them and stuff, and he's like. Wait a second, snaps disappear though. And then this girl is like, Oh no, you can actually and he's like, Huh. And this is like six months ago. Now, now they just um posted that. It was hilarious. He found out, he's like, I fucked up. <laughs> I've seen like bits and pieces of it, but I don't know like the the whole story. I just know he got in trouble for something. Yeah, yeah. He's um yeah, he he was talk he was trying to talk to a minor or send the nudes. I don't know the details. I didn't care for it's just not even that, man. I'm like you're rich, right? My my buddy makes used to make his merchandise, his own brand, right? He just on merchandise, dude makes about a million dollars in profit. Like that's I you know, I know the paperwork. And you can go to any party in Hollywood and look, I get lucky. I go to cool parties. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're a millionaire. You could bang whoever you want at that party. You know, you're famous, you're funny. You know, what is your problem? Like, even, you know, Epstein, like, what is your problem? I guess everyone wants that one thing they can't have. Well, here's the thing, too. Like, whatever age that you get sexualized, like, say whatever it is, like, 14 years old, you start liking girls. Do you, you, Some people must stay liking 14-year-old girls. You know what I mean? Oh, that makes sense. When I was little, I always liked the mature ones. I yeah. still liked them. <laughs> Bro, that was always me too. I always wanted like an older girl. I was always like, man, the 27-year-old yeah. girl is hot to me. You know, yeah. the 25-year-old girl. Some people yeah. might... And that's the worst thing is you see like even now people are saying like pedophilia is a sexual orientation. Yeah. You saw that? No. Oh my God. There's people like, I guess, protesting or trying to speak on that they're trying to say that pedophilia is a sexual orientation like gay straight pedophilia they're trying to lump it in with like that yeah and they're trying That's to crazy. they're trying to say like uh epstein wasn't doing anything wrong look here's the thing he obviously fucked up but i'm gonna i'm gonna say this and because we all talk about this behind you know behind the camera so we should be able to talk about it when people hear too so why you watch the documentary on netflix right yeah, shit was crazy. A lot of those, a lot of those survivors. Look, this one chick recruited about sixty friends. First of all, how do you have sixty friends? <laughs> you know, I don't have that many friends. Second of all, a lot of these girls they kept going back. You know, I get it, but don't come out after hundred sessions with the guy. You went back to his house and you went on the flight a hundred times. Now you feel like you are used. Well, he was like, okay, for... I get it. They were vulnerable. They were in a different mindset. But like, you know. Well, he was going for the vulnerable girls. I'll bet like, I, I lived in Florida. I lived right in that area. Like, I know how that area was. It's similar to like New York. Almost. Even California, I'm sure, is like that. Like one mile this way, million, million dollar houses. One yeah. mile this way is the hood. He was, yeah. he was going the one mile this way, and he was going yeah. to the hood. Like, I'm sure if yeah. he... If he would have went to a, a, a rich little prissy girl's house, she would have been like, "Fuck this guy and his two hundred dollars." Yeah. yeah, actually, one of the one of the 
girls on the on the uh, Netflix show. The one that was painting, she was like a painter. She was an artist. Yeah. Like she never went back. You could tell she had her head straight. Like she was more like well, she no. wasn't as vulnerable. That girl, that that girl, um, he got like her little sister or some shit. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. She actually, um, but she was really played. So she never went back. She was actually the first one. She was actually the first one to even go to the cops. And then cops didn't do anything. And she was like, okay. And then she felt terribly about, you know, having her sister involved in it. Because she totally thought it was a business. It was a, it was a business opportunity, a job opportunity. So, I but I mean, there are a bunch of other ones out there also. Like, um, you know, I, I mean, $200, you know. I'm curious you, to see the heads that roll. You know what I mean? Like, what, what do you mean? Like, who's is Maxwell Glissane, Gl- Glissane Maxwell gonna name names? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so oh, I can't wait. It's gonna, look, I don't have my, I'm not gonna get my hopes high about this because who knows what's gonna happen to her. And I'm sure she wants, like, you know, she comes from a super rich, wealthy family. Yeah, stupid rich. Yeah, and I actually, I was just looking into this more. Like, I'm so obsessed about this. Apparently, she tried to buy a big media source back in Turkey. His dad, I'm sorry, her dad, years ago, tried to buy a big media outlet back in Turkey. And then the government turned it down. They're like, no, we're not going to sell it. So, but, but, and then he went broke too. Yeah, and I think he he has like a suspicious death or some shit. Yeah, dude. Go figure, of course. All right, here we got Marvin in here now. I I don't know. Do we go right into the, the conspiracies with him? I don't know if he's into it. I don't think I ever talked to him about. And what do you know him from the California days? Uh, from the gym, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why you trained over there? Um. Well, he's in this. You know, he's he trained at the UFC gym that I that I worked out at, and we have a bunch of mutual friends. I've known him. I've, I've helped him train. You know, a handful of times, and. Uh, you know, we have a ton of mutual friends. It's a small circle here in the MMA scene, so. He's currently connecting audio. Yeah. Uh, he might have to back do what you did. What what happened with you before? It just wasn't connecting with the audio? Uh, yeah, it was audio. It gave me a few options. I wasn't sure which one to hit. Yeah, you got to. said dial over or, or dial in or. You might have to back out and rejoin, Marvin, if you can hear us. He'll figure it out. But, yeah. That's crazy. Oh, so, yeah, I wasn't sure if you trained out. What is that gym with Cordero? Uh, Kings. Kings King, of MMA. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you had been over at Kings at all. I had, I had trained with a bunch of smaller guys from that gym. Um, like I have Mike, Mike, Mike Alprez, Cuban Olympian, a good friend of mine. I train with them. We train at different gyms, like you know, but uh, that's mostly a bigger gym guy, big bigger guy. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, I got it. What's, <laughs> What's up, man? Marvin? <laughs> how you doing? Good, Marvin. How are you? Good, 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 good. Marvin Vittori. You can turn your phone yeah. long ways. What? Oh, did we? Yep. Oh, there we go. Well, Marvin Vittori, welcome to Menace and the Man. We uh we don't have the menace tonight. He's working a double, so I got Al Pascalic to take his role. I'm I'm filling in. I'm filling. I'm substituting Marvin. Gotcha. Yeah, I actually know Al pretty good. 
yeah, yeah, he said that. I was like, you know, uh, Marvin Vittori. He was like, yeah, that's my boy. So I was like, all right, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, live, we live close to each other. I don't know where he is now, but I think he's still in Huntington, right? Same spot. Same spot you came to before. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same. Why, yeah, yeah. Where are you posted up, Marvin? Well, now I'm in Vegas. I'm actually here at the PI right now, exactly. Let me see if I can change the camera, but I don't want to mess this up because... Well, I just... I'm, oh, yeah, there we go. I'm just here at the oh, PI right now. But um, I'm, I'll be back on uh, Thursday, and uh, yeah, I mean, normally I'm uh, I'm in Huntington Beach, uh, unless I'm not in Italy. But for the moment, I don't think I'm gonna go. Actually, I'm trying to, but for the moment, I'm still uh, I'm still here. Oh, so you you have residents in Italy still? No, no, no. I'm residents. I have residents here in Huntington, but I tried to go back, and after I, after every fight, I I always go back. But after this one, because of uh, this Corona thing, um, I wasn't able that much. I wasn't able, so I'm trying to. But I go back for like 10, 12 days, like two weeks, max three weeks, something like that. So is, is Italy open yet, Marvin? Man, like Europe is I pretty know, open. I know soccer. I know soccer started. Like they're playing with no fans and stuff. Like I don't know if the country is open though. The country is pretty open. Uh, I think they're gonna restart the schools. I don't know about like uh, I don't know about sports to be honest with you, but it's pretty open. Is it's on the way to be open? Like, uh, there's not many cases. There's very few cases all around Italy every day. Very, very few. And um, yeah, I mean, they still have. They're still like, um, like wearing masks and stuff like that. But like, uh, it's pretty open. It, it, it sounds like everybody handled it fine, but America. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. There's a there's a lot of like. I don't know. I feel like they're dragging it because of other reason, you know. I think but even America is a lot of confusion. America didn't handle it too bad. Americans are just like, "Fuck you! You're not taking my rights." And people went out. People did whatever they normally would do and shit like that. It's. Uh, I mean, you know, like uh, I, I can compare uh, two ways of handling the of handle this to handling this situation, and uh, I feel like it's it's right. Not to let the state close you in your in your in your house for like like house arrest for for a long period of time, you know. At the same time, it's not right to to just don't care about uh, don't care at all about the whole situation. But so I think that the the, the 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 best solution was was in between, which is not easy to find out because it's still like a still it's still hard. But I mean like. I think America was doing fine before the protest, but like uh, the thing is, like um, even this protest don't really sounds right to me because if it was really about the protests, then uh, the peak should have really been passed a while ago. So um, yeah, I don't know the, why. But. The, the problem, the problem is more like this. So once, for example, I'm speaking for California. As soon as California opened up, like my friends, for example, including me, we all started going out, right? Bars open, clubs open. Like, I went out a couple of times. I'm like, I'm over this shit, so I want to go get a drink, whatever. And now what happens is younger guys don't get, like, that sick, but they are they're sick enough to go out again and pass it on to other people. You know, so obviously, like, you and I are going to survive, but then, then these, you know, they pass it on to the older people who are more vulnerable, and then she gets out of control, you know. And I feel like they shut down California way before, like, 
when New York, when you guys were shut down, Stan, nothing was going on in California. Like, there was nothing here. They decided to shut down California, too. Now California is getting bad, so you have to shut it for the second time. So I don't know what the right thing to do. It's Yeah, they uh, they shut California down again, right? They just shut it down again. Yeah. How is Vegas, Marvin? Uh, Vegas, it's... Uh... I mean, open? I guess they're gonna reclose it soon again, actually. But I think now it's it's pretty. The restaurants are open. Uh, hotels are open. Hotels are open. Casinos are open, but like clubs are not open. Actually, yeah. clubs. I mean, actually, uh, the clubs are open, but like not even close to normal to to being like to like normal uh, carrying on the activities. Like 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 not to normal activities. It's like. Just few tables and like a very spread it apart. They're super strict with with masks and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, like you see, I'm sure you think seen, now they're down again. Yeah, they're, and they're about to. I don't know if they're going to be able to do those fights that they have coming up in Vegas. Oh yeah, no, I think so. I think I think that will they will be able to do it. I think so. The, the UFC is the one thing they'll let stay open. What? The UFC is the one thing they'll let stay open. I think so because they're being so careful with all the testing and stuff. Like they're well, UFC should be the only thing that's open because they're handling it the best so far. If you think about it, yeah, they're the only ones doing all the tests and whatnot. Nowhere else, like that's where, if anywhere, like Marvin, I have the Rona right now. You have the Corona. I have the Corona right now. Yeah. Are you Are you serious? Yeah. I mean. I don't know what happened. Like I, I don't know where I got it from, but yeah, I caught it. There's some noise, but uh, but yeah, I mean, um, but yeah, I mean, you see, like, and then again, like the tests are not even are not even like how many tests did you do? Just one? Yeah, I did one. And I still haven't gotten the results, but everyone around me has got it, so I must have it. Yeah, I had the I symptoms. You see that there was like. Some that were uh, like it's man, this this shit. The more the more it keeps going, the more it gets confusing. Like to the point where I'm like, fuck it. Like I'm just gonna live through this period. I'm not gonna even like. I honestly don't watch TV. I don't. I don't listen to radio as much too. I I I, I like. I don't know if this is the right approach or whatever, but I I basically yeah. stop listening to the TV. So and and to radio too. So. But I feel like the more the more this shit gets going, the more it gets confusing. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I just saw even 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 in the USC there was like a few guys that they tested them before going into the plane, come out of the plane, and so test before the plane was negative. Then they went on the plane, got off the plane, and they were positive. Then two days after, so so they quarantined them. Then two days after, uh, they got they retested them. Retested them and they came back negative. So they have one test negative, then one positive coming off the plane, and then negative again. And and imagine if some people just have one fucking like you know like normal guy wouldn't just do like two tests. If they do one test and it's positive, it's not going to do the second. Yeah. So you see, like then I then I heard then I heard like then I heard like a uh, 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 test like you know. COVID, it's it's a branch of a of a series of, of other of other uh, similar uh, um, viruses. viruses. 
Yeah, so like the cold. If, if if you have a, if you have a cold, you might test positive for 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 Corona. So you know, I don't. I'm over this. Marvin just wants to get his fight, get that title shot, and he just wants mm-hmm. to move on with his life. He doesn't yeah, even I mean, honestly, like, honestly, like this, it's too much fakeness. I'm over. I'm after my own stuff. You can call me selfish or whatever. I mean, like, yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. Look, I don't blame you. You're you're young. You're you're still having a lot of good fights coming up. You just don't want to waste your time and move on with your life. That's that's perfect. Yeah, but also, like, I feel like uh, there is so much confusion out there that there is not like real, uh, real like uh, how do you call it, like regulation to follow. There's no real, uh, real like uh, all you can do. Like, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll do the basic stuff. I'll, 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 I'll sanitize my hand. Um, I stay clean and I wear a mask on public spaces. That's that's there. Like I don't, I'm gonna do my stuff as much as I can. Yeah. And I mean, I got tested five times. I've always been negative, so I didn't pass it to nobody. That's for a fact. So as much as I'm concerned, I haven't done anything bad. Um, is is Kings open? I don't know. I haven't been like I don't know this week. I mean, it was open, and I don't know. Yeah. I've been here since uh, since Saturday, so yeah, I saw I you were racing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got the best time. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then and then and then uh, the second race, there were so many people that weren't able to like. They were basically the yeah. race every two seconds would stop. So I was like, I got out, and I'm like, man, like I wasn't even even able to do like like two la- two good laps so they're like okay we got you so they put me in with the with the with the staff with some of the with some of the guys that actually uh work there and i got second with them and uh, they're, was, they're better they're good huh they're they're oh, better. there was there was a guy that had the record so he gave me oh, like wow. a second a second and a half but it was my third time going this guy goes every day but it's yeah. cool though i love, I love, I love go party of course. Ho- hopefully, if you get to go to Abu Dhabi, you can go on that uh, sick track. Man, I, I love it, man. I, I love, I love, I love the stuff. Like, I love like uh, cars and like. Uh, and oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> so, would you go to? Oh, yeah, what, what are you in Vegas for? Just to hang out at the PI? Just um, checking up, check like do like a like a like a checkup, you know, like on everything, and. Uh, um, Making sure everything is healthy. I'm healthy uh, 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 at my best, and um, that's it. And then I'm gonna be back on Wednesday. And uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, I had I had a, a few few stuff to work on before I was a hundred percent healthy. But like, uh, I feel like now from next week I'll be back at hundred percent. And uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm looking for a fight basically. So, nothing lined. Uh, nothing lined up, obviously. No man, I was trying to call out. Uh, I mean, not to call out. I was offered. I was offered to Anderson Silva, and Anderson Silva. Oh, I saw you posted it. Yeah, I didn't know what was yeah. happening. Is he really trying to fight Anthony Pettis? Yeah, that's that's a bullshit fight. That that like. Yeah, why would you do that? Yeah, it's I I, I don't even think the UFC would ever let that happen, honestly. Because yeah, look, if if Anderson Silva is just trying to get some names and make extra money before he retires. I get it. I, I don't think he would fight you. I get it, but why start now? He should have. He should have done it like five years from now. Like, like because that's because that's an easier fight to him now. Like it's an easy one of the easiest. Pettis is, is, is a quitter. 
head of the big time. No, 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 no. He is, but I'm saying, you know, if you're thinking about, it, he's a bit of a smaller guy. So out of all the names, he's not the quitter. So yeah, I, I see why he's trying to. Yeah, this fight, but he's a big name, former champ. Yeah. You know, so all these things. But at the same time, I'm like, come on, like they're not gonna let. I mean, I know he went up before to 170, but he's yeah. he's a 155 in reality. Exactly, exactly. And they're not gonna let him. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it makes any sense. Like no sense. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it makes any sense. Yeah. If anything, they need to use Anderson to build up. But but, but you, a 185. But you know you, well, you know what? Does it make sense? And this is Silva fighting you. Doesn't make sense. Then this is Silva. <laughs> no, but but at the same time, if if he wants some other some some try to kind of like uh, give a last a last run to to yeah. legitimize his name and be in the yeah. ranking and show that he still has it and try yeah. to be relevant in terms of like uh, uh, yeah. war level in in, in in the middle of war level athletes. Yeah, that's that. My name makes more way more sense than the yeah, yeah. Than Pettis, you know. I yeah. would I was just saying that like sarcastically, like you are. No, no, I know. I'm, I'm definitely. I'm, I mean, I'm. I don't I feel like I'm an easy fight for him for sure. I think, yeah. but he was trying to fight that, that, Connor that one too. Thing, one, one thing I said. One thing I said. If I if I will have, if if that fight happens, I'm gonna give the fans what they want. I'm not gonna wrestle the guy. I'm not gonna try to take him down. I'm not gonna try to play Khabib on him. I'm gonna stand him down. So. He, I mean, you know, that, 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 I feel like that's what he cares the most. Somebody that's going to give him the fight that he wants. And I'm the guy because I would give that to him. I would stay in front of him and play test striking with him. So I don't, and I think it would be a great fight. I mean, I know he's not on his prime, but at the same time, man, like, like I said, if he wants some legitimacy on his name and, and try to be back. Between uh, in, in between the, the best in the words, he, sh- he yeah. should fight. Yeah, I feel like I've seen him do that a few times. He called out Connor first, and then he was trying to make a fight with Connor. Now he's trying to fight Pettis. And that's what I'm saying. Like he's been, he's been like he's been fighting up until now. He's been fighting all up and comers and like uh, and, and and guys that like were uh, were in the rankings and like first guys. Why start now? I mean, yeah. Now, to be honest with you, I think he started I that because you, you ne- he never looked for easy fights and stuff. Yeah, he fought, a few, he fought a few up and comers, and it shield. was rough, though. That's why he stopped, I think. If, if Marvin, Marvin, if it's up to you for real, like who is on your radar right now for you? To, I know you want the title shot, obviously. I know you want the rematch. I have to go through other fights. I, I would love to fight Hermanson. Hermanson would be another name that uh, I would love yeah. to fight. Yeah, Herman's yeah. Been, I would love that fight. Did you guys watch him versus Kelvin? Yeah, I saw him. I saw him. I saw him for sure. Yeah, I think Kel- yeah, Kel- I mean, Kelvin just had an off night, I think. I wouldn't even say that. I mean, like, uh, I mean, he, he, it's, a, it's a little in the blink of an eye. Like, he, he got his level of attention down, a little bit of overconfidence, I guess. And, um, he got caught. He got caught because if you see the first minute, man, Kevin was manhandling. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Like he just like like Hermanson overreacted to 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 the punches of Kelvin. Uh, overcommitted on getting a takedown. Tried to yeah. get in some some kind of like grappling uh, um, um, scrambles with him. 
tried to tie up somehow with him. He didn't want his hands to go. Uh, and then uh, he overcommitted so bad that he actually got counter and got flipped over. Yeah. And um, and then uh, went for something that you don't really see much in MMA. And um, I feel like most of everything was a little bit overconfidence because he got out one time for that like look. And then he went for a second time. And he did a pretty good job on like holding on on the calf first, and uh, and then um, get that foot under the armpit and keep it tied all the way. Plus, they were really they were really dry first minute of the fight. So yeah, but okay, exactly, it wasn't slippery yet. So that was his only chance, and that's why he went for it for the second time. I think, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong, Hermanson's good. I just think Kelvin is better. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, I, yeah. I, I think it's, I think, I think it's not like any, like on the top five now, it's fucked, right? Yeah. And I should, I should be the one if I fight him. But I should, everybody says that to me, like, oh, you know, if you fight this time, you should pump him up. So when you beat him, uh, you, 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 look, you look better. But I'm just, I'm just too real to say that. I honestly don't think I'm. I I yeah I don't think he can hang on the top five to be honest with you. Yeah, well, who did he fight up there? He fought Cannoneer and he lost to Cannoneer. Yeah, and then he hasn't fought anybody else up there yet. I mean, actually, he fought Kelvin. Kelvin's a top five guy, I would say. Even if he's not ranked in the top five right now, he's been there. Yeah, but I think Kelvin like nine out of ten will beat him. Like like ten out of ten fights, he would beat him nine times. But you know, at the end of the day, like you, you beat him, you can't say yeah. nothing about it. The guy, like Kevin tapped, and you know, there's there's no excuse for it. Yeah. Yeah. So at the same time, you know, like how off he made it, like he because that that time that counted, he made it. So you know, chapeau. But I feel like if in general, I think. Kelvin is a better fighter. Yeah, definitely. Like, people also also pay attention pay attention to this fighting so early. I know I understand people go to Abu Dhabi early to get acclimated and stuff. It really isn't that easy to wake up at three o'clock, go to the arena, fight at six a.m. in the morning. It is not that easy, you know, for anybody. It's not oh, yeah. my favorite thing. Oh, I mean, but the whole week they were trying to get on the time. Like I know Kelvin was. It's not easy, man. 7, 8 a.m., 7, 8 p.m., and wake up like, no, I know. They said, like, it was an experience. Like, even I was talking to the PT guy, to the physical therapy guys, it was like, like, it was a 24-hour thing. Like, every 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 moment, like, you would have never, like, between all the guys, you would always have somebody going. Like, somebody was training or somebody was coming in for, for physical therapy or somebody was, was working or somebody was, like, so it was since that, the fight, like the, the, the times were so off, it was an ongoing, continuous, continuous thing. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, no, so, an experience. Plus, they were really like, like even Kelvin. I saw Kelvin right, right, actually two days ago when he came back because he stopped in Vegas. He was like, in reality, it really was like a white collar prison. Like, it was, it was great, but you couldn't leave. Always the same hotel. And uh, and uh, always the same menu, and that's crazy. It, it, the, the, the people were super nice and everything, of course. But you know, you 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 had things to do, but like very like uh, how do you call yeah. it? Like um, limited. 
limit limited things to do, yeah. But also, how much can you do? It's 120 degrees day, daylight. In, you know, <laughs> like how much can you do outdoors? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's and then, crazy. so when you you said you spoke to Calvin when he got back, when he got back, he wasn't quarantined or anything. He was just. Uh, I don't think so. Now, when he got back from uh, Vegas, no, man. Uh, I mean, these guys, these guys would be the last one I would be worried about. They got together so many times. They were yeah, yeah. They were. But no, because because I listened to uh, Alexander Wolkanowski, he's back in New Zealand, like he has the belt. He was still quarantined, but he couldn't oh, go hang out with his family. But it's because of a New Zealand thing, I think. It's a New, oh, New Zealand yeah. policy or something, you see? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, New Zealand, Australia and New Zealand, they're always super tight with those things, I feel. Yeah. yeah. I almost got arrested going into Australia. Really? Yeah. I didn't report. I had. I went there for a fight and... Um, you know how you go into the custom when you go through the customs, you have to report like food and this and that. And I didn't, I didn't um, say I had supplements and food, and they caught me. And they were like, oh, they were super nice. They're like, well, it's your first time. You didn't know, but you're like, we can take you to jail right now and find you. And then they knew I was there for the UFC, so they kind of let me go. But because I had nothing illegal on me, but they could have arrested me for real. Yeah. <laughs> They'll put you on one of those shows where uh, they'll check the guys out. And the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I Damn. think they're, they're pretty strict with that shit in airports. I'm sure, especially now with Corona and whatnot, they think Corona's in everything. Yeah, exactly. Like you saw that one thing out and Marvin, um, some guy, like he tested everything. He tested like a piece of fruit and it came up positive oh, yeah. for Corona. He tested like... Yeah. Yeah, he tested a bunch of shit, like just random items, and everything was positive. They gave it a name and, and an age, and then they said the test. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so that's crazy. Was, 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 yeah, was was a was a was an African president or something? Africa, something like yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Nah. That's crazy. But I'm sure airlines are thinking Corona's all over everything right now. I don't know, man. I, so like I, I flew. Said, man, I, I don't know. For a I flew. I flew as it feels weird. Sorry, go ahead. I, I I've been I've been I've been I've been hearing about this thing since beginning of the year basically because I in Italy started first so I was hearing news and everything and all my family there with that shit back then then so that was already like almost a month and a half two months prior to the to when it started like breaking out in America and now I started then then I was living throughout the, the American experience <laughs> fuck. Dude, I don't know. My, I just thought about this. I don't know if you remember when Corona was just starting. I was like, "Hey, how was Italy and stuff?" Like, Italy was the only thing on the news. And then I got sick for a couple of days, and Marvin thought I had Corona. He was running away from me. <laughs> oh yeah, remember? yeah, because yeah, because it was yeah, because I was never tripping up, but until until a week out to my fight, I'm like, because I had a fight coming up. Yeah, and back in and all came in came into work. Uh, the UFC where I was going, and uh, and he was oh I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of a I have a lot I of coughing cough and I'm like fucking guy man stay away from me a week out of my fire the last thing I need is <laughs> I just remembered I forgot about that yeah that's right Myron was like get the fuck out of here you have Corona. <laughs> Well, that's the world we're in right now. Everything, like you saw that, you see that one meme. It's like, are people still sick, or is everything COVID? And that's what it seems like right now. But it's man, like I wouldn't even talk about 
Yeah, so Mar- we'll get on to some fighting. So Marvin, if you got Jack Hermanson on the radar right now, if you can't get him, who else might you want next? I know a lot of fighters turn me down, man. I don't know what to say, but it's crazy. Like they're, 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 it's, it's crazy. Like a lot of people are injured. They have a fight coming up, or they turn me down, or that that excuse. It's, it's, it's not easy. Like who who's out there? Like uh, Ian Amish is fucking injured. This guy tries to do everything not to fight me. Uh, who else? Um, Omari's fighting somebody else. Uh, who else? Man, I'm looking uh, at the rankings. Jacare fell out of the top 15. Jacare fell out. I, I got offered. I got offered Jacare too, but Jacare didn't want, didn't want to fight me. I could see I that. Got offered to, I, got, I got offered to Jacare and I said, okay, let's do it. When, 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 when Carl Robertson pulled out the first time, I got offered to Jacare. Jacare didn't want to find me. Then I got offered to Anderson. He didn't want to find me. Then I got offered to uh, uh, Ian Hanish. He didn't want to find me. I got offered to Carlos, to, uh, Carlos Jr. He didn't want to find me. Uh, yeah, I got offered to fucking everybody. And 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 uh, so who else? Who else is out there? Edmund. Edmund is fighting Brunson. Edmonds fighting Brunson. Yeah, I think is Uriah Uriah Hall and Jacare are fighting. No, Uriah. No, Uriah is fighting Romero. Oh, Romero. Yeah, yeah, that's who's fighting. My bad. Oh, that's a tough night for him. Uriah is fighting Romero. Plus, I don't think Uriah really wants to fight yet. No. We'll see. At some point, at some point, somebody will have to fucking accept. Yeah, you almost have to wait for a couple of these fights to play out. Yeah, they might. Yeah, exactly. But Anderson was fucking perfect. <laughs> or you need Anderson to stop playing games. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Stan, I don't know if you knew, but he also, Marvin also trains with uh, Werdum. Uh, Fabrizio Werdum. Yeah. So he has, a, he has a fight coming up. Oh, yeah. Werdum is coming up. Yeah. With, with the yeah. This weekend. Yeah. What do you, what do you, I'm, I'm sure you're going to pick. Fabrizio Werdum, Marvin. But I think Gustafsson has a good, good chance. Gustafsson is good, but he's never been happy with either. Uh, yeah. Let's yeah. See, I think uh, they trained before, you know? They trained. Yeah, I, I was just listening to that today. It, 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 it was about, it's about how they come out, I think. How, in what shape they all come out. I know Werdum has been training hard for this fight. He's, he's very motivated. And I think that, I think he'll be, he'll do it. I think he'll do it. He's very motivated and, He's never do my. I I I I saw I I saw in the past. When we're doing, he's ready. He's ready, man. Yeah, that's a tough. So, yeah. th- that's a tough first fight at heavyweight for Gustafsson. Yeah. You know, Gustafsson is always a good size. So I mean, you just put on yeah. some 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 fat. It's not a bad heavyweight, but in general, it's it's a, it's a good fight. I think uh, I think it's a very interesting fight. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going for Doom in that one. I think. Me too. Why, Alp? You're going Gustafsson. I'm gonna go with Gustafsson. I don't know. I think it's just a, it's a tough heavyweight debut for him. Yeah, yeah. It could yeah, be. Yeah, it's. But sure. he is old though. Verdum. Verdum's getting up there. He's like 42 now. 
And I'm just, and I'm just picking Gustafson based off based on uh, Wardium's last performance. It wasn't. What was? Oh, but you see, you learn like you learn uh, coming out of a performance like that. You you really motivated. Of course, of course. But I'm saying you know how there's a saying you're as good as your last fight. So I'm yeah. just going based off of that. You know, I don't. You know his okay. training better than me. I'm just an outsider picking. You know, picking yeah, fights. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, Gustafsson's yeah, yeah, Gust- last fight, he, like, quit versus Anthony Smith. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Shoot, yeah. you're right. I thought, I didn't remember that. I remember. I thought he's like, the last Gustafsson fight was uh, was uh, Anthony, it's uh, John Jones. No, Anthony, oh, no, Anthony Smith was his last one. And then he—I'm I'm, I'm only, I'm only assuming Gustafson has the drive again. He wants to come back. He wants to fight again. You usually come back as a fresher guy. Sometimes, of course, we're just gonna wait and see. <laughs> you just said you're gonna be as good as your last fight. <laughs> come on. Come. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. He's still—he's still, <laughs> still young enough, though, Gustafson. He's 33. Yeah, it's about the mileage. Marvin got me. I got busted. <laughs> but yeah, that that that's a tough one to come in. Verdum is no slouch, and it. it yeah, I was like, wait, wait, this guy just said the same thing I just said about Verdum, but he's saying about Gustafson. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm getting played. Let me. <laughs> okay, I'm still picking Gustafson. Leave me alone. I'm picking Gustafson. Right, good, good, good. Twenty bucks from Verdum. Okay, sure, twenty. I'll bet. I'll bet me now. <laughs> and then a, a big one that I'm sure you'll be paying attention to, Marvin, Robert Whitaker and Darren Till. Oh yeah, yeah. I, Robert, Robert, Robert is one of the good. Like Robert is the one of the is one of the middleweights that are ranked definitely between the two. Yeah, the two. I th- I think we should smash Darren Till. Oh, you think he smashes Darren Till? I think Till. should smash Darren Till uh, if if he comes out with the right, with the right, uh, with, if he comes out the rubber that we know and he's always been, I think yeah, he'll smash Darren Till. Yeah. What, what do you think of that one out? Uh, Whitaker, yeah. Whitaker for sure. I can't go against Marvin. Marvin's gonna get better. <laughs> no, no way. No, no, I'm kidding. But I do like Whit- Whitaker. I definitely pick Whitaker. Yeah. I got Whitaker. I think Whitaker takes him apart, actually. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, man. Like, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, his arsenal and striking is much wider than, 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 yeah. than Darren Till. Yeah. Darren Till is a one-sided fighter. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. I, I saw what's-his-name saying that, and that's kind of true if you think about it and actually break him down. He just has a left hand. I mean, he, he's got some other skills, but his main tool is his left hand. You look at Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker's got a lot of shit that he throws out there. Yeah. Yeah. And then the I thing think, that they never talk about, Robert Whitaker could wrestle. Yeah. I mean, definitely better than Darren. Yeah. So another big... I, mean, I don't think that fight going to the ground anyway. Yeah. Unless but somebody gets dropped, but... I mean, even if uh, if Whitaker starts having trouble on the feet, he could take it to the ground. Like, I don't think Till is yeah. going to take Whitaker down if he starts having problems. Yeah, but I don't see Whitaker. Uh, who, like, he never took anybody down. Like, yeah. 
he he wrestles if he is forced into it, like more defensive. He's more of a defensive wrestler, you know. Like I think Whitaker chooses to stand up too, but he he can't do it if he is forced to it. Yeah. yeah. Like you have like Marvin can wrestle. Did you know Marvin actually is a very good wrestler? Yes. I've heard of I've such been, things. I've been, I've been I've been doing a lot. I've been training a lot uh, wrestling, yeah. But you know, what I mean, like you know, I was I was thinking, you know, like it's it's a little bit of like uh, gener- generalizing, but you know, Australia and and, and England don't have the best wrestlers. <laughs> They're both of them. They're not like I, I get, and they both train there. I'm Italian, and in Italy at the moment don't have the best uh, freestyle, but. Uh, Unless, unless we have, we have one guy who's very good is Chimiza, but he's he who is Cuban in America. Actually, yeah, he's Cuban and he trains in America, but, but and he trains in New York actually. So yeah, ninety percent of the time. So, uh, but so we don't have. But I've been around though. I've been I've been around since I was eighteen, basically. So I've been like wrestling has always been one of my focuses. So, yeah. Oh yeah, me and I'll train actually a couple of times. <laughs> I felt it. That's why I said that. Like that's why, like for example, all the jokes aside, for example, Marvin and I talked a lot about this when he was fighting Andrew Sanchez, and I wrestled with Andrew Sanchez. And you know, I was trying to explain it to Marvin. I'm like, listen, don't take it lightly. Like Sanchez is a very good wrestler, and you know, Marvin obviously proved me why he didn't. You know, I mean, he took him seriously, but like he proved me. You know, do whatever the fuck he wants in a fight. You know, Sanchez didn't really show much of wrestling. and But I was trying to explain it to Marvin, like, dude, college wrestling is very different. Because he was also not taking Sanchez's college career seriously. But I was trying to explain it like, dude, it's, it's legit, it's serious. You know, but, you know, Marvin, you do have my respects for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like to understand... Whenever, because whenever people says, "Oh, I, I want this, I want that," I, want that, I always want them to stick. Because a lot of times it's not easy to understand, you know, like kickboxing, or it can be wrestling, it can be college wrestling, it can be even judo and everything. Like I want to understand what was was those titles that you tell me that you're winning or your pedigree and what you want. They're really about. And I'm saying, man, like he was national champion of. I mean, I I knew he was a good grappler, but. You know, there's a difference between Naya champion, which is like under NAI, like, and AIA, and like Division One college champion. Like that's yeah. But, but I, I, mean, was, I was just trying to like, you know, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I'm saying still wrestled all his life and still coming out wrestling. Yeah. Still did a lot yeah. of like wrestling experience. Yeah, yeah. But also there's obviously MMA wrestling, right? Sanchez, in my opinion, and here's the thing, since I, I've known Sanchez for a long time, and my, by the way, my would almost thought I was a spy trying to try and be on, be on Sanchez's side. But you know, I've, I've known Sanchez for a long time. Sanchez isn't the smart, like, school-wise, you also have to be very smart to go to D1 school. Like, Sanchez, you have grades, you have to like have good grades, right? I couldn't wrestle D1 because of my grades. I wasn't the smartest guy. <laughs> so... But Sanchez, I was just trying to explain. Sanchez was good enough to wrestle D1. He just didn't have the grades to go to D1 school. Okay. You know? And he beat a lot of good D1 guys in his wrestling career, you know? But. <laughs> oh, yeah. Plus, plus, in MMA, the best wrestlers sometimes don't 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 transfer that good in MMA wrestling. Like, like, like look at Usman. Like, 
like Usman was D two, but he's one of the best wrestling. Uh, like like yeah. Khabib Bump didn't mean anything in wrestling in reality. He just yeah. went a little bit away. He's a fucking monster. I Bro, ben Henderson, Ben Henderson never even played. I don't think he was. He wrestled NAIA as well, and he never ever won. Like he, he was barely. He wasn't even an All American. I don't think. Let me yeah. see. I thought Henderson so. was an All American, but he might not. Maybe I, I can't remember. But even what's his name? Usman's one of those examples. I don't think Usman had the grades. And that's what I'm saying. He's deep. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I mean, because I was talking to to Shahud about this too, and I'm like. And he's like, yeah, because these these wrestlers that are not the most skilled in pure wrestling, they develop other skills that sometimes MMA actually matter matter more. Like this this grueling grinding style where you keep going and maybe you just have like a good double, like you have a good or like a good double, a good single. Those are things that transfer very easily to 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 MMA, where maybe you have all these pure technician of wrestling where they're like a lot of counter wrestling a lot of like uh beautiful throws and like way to score high high points in in wrestling that sometimes maybe you go against a guy that is not gonna shoot on you and stuff and all your counter goes down goes out of the window because you don't have a guy that is committed to your wrestling so sometimes sometimes lower level uh, wrestlers in pure wrestling actually plays out that are better in, in MMA. And yeah, he wasn't, Dan Henderson was not an All-American. He was a national qualifier, though. So that's... that's the, exactly, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, then you also are a very good wrestler. They're going to be very good in MMA. Like yeah. Like Dan Henderson, Randy Couture. I think... I think, what's his name was even in that realm? Uh, Cormier. Was a junior co- was junior college first because didn't have the grades and then transferred to a D one school. Yeah, like Daniel Cormier, I think is national champion a couple of times, right? No, he was, he, he lost to uh Kale Sanderson. Uh, yeah. Did- but he he might have been a JUCO national champion, Cormier. I'd have to check on that, but he was definitely. But he also went into freestyle after college career, so there's a whole different uh, thing, you know? But yeah. also look at John Jones. Look at John Jones. I think John Jones John Jones was a D1 talent, just same thing, didn't have the grades. Yeah. Yeah. And then he even wrestled Juco, I think. Yeah, he well, he was a Juco national champion, and then I, I'm pretty sure he was about to transfer to a D1 school, maybe Iowa or Ohio, and then he got a girl yeah. pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> and that'll put always the brakes in anything. Protect, protection comes first. Always, always pull out. Always pull out. Yeah. Not, not my opponents. No. Are <laughs> uh, you got a, enough of them. Do you got a girl, Marvin? What are you doing? What do you, what do you mean? Uh, you got a girl right now? Or are you single in Vegas? No, I'm, no, I'm single. All right, all right, smart man, smart man. Don't, don't put him in the spot. Don't put, don't put no, him in the spot. No, I'm single. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, just chilling. But I'm, I'm here for physical therapy. I'm like that. All Good. Right. So you, Boys, I think, uh, what time is it? What oh, time we got? We got, we got 7.50. You got to do, what, you got to go to training? Oh, 7.50. No, you're somewhere else again. Oh, he is in New York. Uh, Marvin. Oh, he's in New York. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I have uh, 
I mean, I can send out like 10 minutes or so. Then I'll, then I'll go to go. All right. Sounds good. So real quick, we'll get to a, a sensitive subject right now. Right. Israel Adesanya, Polo Costa are about to fight. How do you see that one going? I think Israel is going to pick him apart. I'm, I'm, I don't see how. Listen, people get carried away by the narrative a lot, of, a lot by the hype. I don't, and I don't see, I don't see Paulo Costa being that good. I'm just, I don't think he's that skilled. He's tough and he punches hard, but that's not enough to be to be at a world level. Uh, at a world level, you need you need you need, you need uh, uh, fighting IQ. You need uh, uh, good eyes. You need um, predicting things. That's that skills where I look at. High level mindset. I don't think. Uh, I don't think Paulo Costa is there on a, on a lot of those things. So um, I, I could I could be wrong. I mean, he's very confident on himself and stuff. But even if you say, man, he has five fights in the UFC. I think he had five fights. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. I don't see. Him, I don't see him doing that good. I I fought Zanya and. Uh, Adesanya, you gotta give him credit for. Uh, he knows how to stay in that ring. You know, I was just saying that case. Like, he's uh, you need you need to be like you need to be sneaky. You're not gonna bully the guy. He's not gonna let. He's not gonna let anybody bully him. In a sense, you need to be smart. And uh, this is this is like this is like. This is our lower-level skills. I mean, Kelvin's your teammate, right? Out at um, Kings. I mean, you and Kelvin have given him his toughest fights so far. Yeah. Out of Kelvin Kelvin could have won that fight. It just... um, It just a little bit of a lack. I don't know. Like, I feel like... Israel made adjustments in the fight faster than 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 than, than Kelvin did, and that's what that's what uh, made Israel come out on, uh, on top at the end. But skills wise, uh, they're they're there. Yeah. What are, the, are those? Are those kids by you out? Uh, my neighbors. I'm in my backyard. Yeah. I don't have kids. I was gonna say you don't have no kids. I told you I pull out. <laughs> uh, don't take it seriously. No, nah, that's that's good. That's something we always stress here on Menace and the Man is that you got to have a strong pullout game. Oh, dude, the best one. Thirty-four years strong. Best yeah. one. Especially Marvin. That if me and Alf are a little older than you, if there's one piece of advice we can give to a young man like yourself, you got to have a strong pullout game. Especially a young superstar <laughs> like yourself. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either way, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my man. No, no, Before you know it, you we wind don't. up like John Jones with like four kids, and then you're fighting to feed these kids instead of fighting for whatever you want. You know. No, I'll, uh, I'll make sure. I'll make sure. This is- <laughs> Right, it's, it's difficult being popular and you know handsome like Marvin yourself over here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you all. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, welcome, my brother. Hulk loves when you tell him that he's handsome. He loves it. I love it. You're handsome also. Thank you. You're more handsome, Marvin. <laughs> no, no, we're good for now. All right, Marvin, we'll let you get to your training. I don't know what that is. It's a Zuki, yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's like a podcast. All right, we'll let you get to your training, Marvin. We want to appreciate you for joining us. Thank you. Thank and, you, guys. And yeah, we'll do this again sometime. You see what we're doing here. We're very light. We try to go a little outside of fighting, a little bit into, you know. Good, 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 good. No, I like it. I like it. All right, my man. See you all. See you, Marvin. Good luck. Have fun. Thank you. Uh, Vince, Vince just texted and said he can't do it today, right now. So. All right. No worries. Yeah. Who do you Who do you have this uh, This coming up? Uh, no so one. Who's, who's What's the main card like? The main card. Yeah, this weekend. Oh, that we are, we we pretty much talked about it there with Marvin. Oh, uh, we did. Okay, cool. But um, did you watch that? Uh, what you call it this past weekend? Benavidez versus Figueroa. Oh yeah, I was actually okay. I do feel bad for Benavidez. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. But that I tweet, I tweeted and said you can always give Benavidez another title shot at 35. I was just being sarcastic because like, what are you gonna do for Aljamain? Like, seriously. And I'm not really favoring him because he's a friend and stuff. But, like, you said it. And you said before that title fight, you said Aljamain is next. Aljamain Sterling is next. Now you're still finding excuses to, like, you know, change. You know, uh, it's, come on. You know, and Benavid is also, okay, I get it. The last fight, fi- what's the guy's name? Fi- Figueredo? Figueredo? I thought Figueredo. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, you know, no, I don't mean to no disrespect. He's obviously a great fighter. I just can't. I'm dumb to pronounce yeah. his name. You know, okay, I get it. He didn't make weight and all of that. But, like, he had so many title fights. Like, you're just trying to ha- you're just trying to get your guy to win the title. So, like, you can promote him and like, he's your man. Right. But, but something we always talk about is followers and, like, yes. moving the needle. Yes. So, now, Aljamain does have a solid following right now. He's got a couple, yes. like 150 grand or 200 grand or something like that. But when I saw, so you've seen it, everyone's seen it. It's all over Aljamain's internet and all over the internet. They go, Dana White, is Aljamain next? And he goes, who? And then they go, <laughs> and then they go, Aljamain Sterling. And he goes, uh, yeah, we're, we're looking at a couple guys right now. He just won't give that straight answer. And exactly. here's the reason. And then I thought the last time I just saw him do that, I thought, what's the reason why? It's definitely not that he doesn't like Aljo. He definitely likes Aljo, respects him. It's the what he sees as the, the needle moving. You know what I mean? I yeah. I thought, if anything, I thought Sanhagen versus Aljamain should have been for the title. They were That's bo- what he said. That's what Dana White said. Yeah, they were both higher ranked than Jan and Aldo, but name recognition wise, Aldo was it. Yeah. So that's a thing, Bro. too. So he said it. He said it. Aljo just actually posted. Like people have been tagging Aljo, and he's been re- reposting stuff. He said it. He said Cody Sanhagen is the guy's name. Yeah. He said Cody Sanhagen versus Aljamain Sterling will be the number one contender fight. He said it. But here's what I see though, because I started like I started playing devil's advocate, if you will, and I was like, why isn't he just saying Aljamain? And then I looked at it, and it could be because. Cody Galbrandt just made his name back in the mix. 
he's got a huge following. On top of that, Marlon Marais is still in the mix. Now, he has a little bit bigger of a following than Aljamain, but, like, you know how you can do, like, oh, well, the last five fights in a row, Aljamain's won. What was the sixth fight, though? He got knocked out by Marias. If And then I looked at their, both of their last six fights. So in their last six, Aljamain and Marias, they're both five and one. Aljamain. Okay. Aljamain but, then why did you, but then why did you give Jose Aldo a shot instead of Marlon? Because, because they, yeah, they, I don't know. They thought that, I, but, or if I actually do know, it's because Aldo has 2.5 yeah. million followers. Yeah, exactly. And it was probably it was probably his last chapter. Okay, I have nothing against that. As far as a business point point of view, yes, you have to do what's best for your company. I totally get that. That's why the sport needs to be sanctioned better. And so we know, you know, it's like the it's like I'm a soccer fan, right? So it's like soccer. First place, whatever league you're in, you go to Champions League, and then whatever that happens, like there's no favors. You you win points, you know, you earn points, and you go to the next round or so. That's why it needs to be sanctioned. Otherwise. Okay, you know what? I feel like otherwise this has this is not different than any kind of dictatorship. Like, okay, you know what? I changed my mind now. You're gonna do what I want you to do. Yeah. Like, okay, so what are you fighting for? The la- the last two, uh, maybe the definitely the last two shots at the 135 pound belt made no sense. Domin- yeah. do- they both were coming off losses. Dominic Cruz and Jose Aldo. They both just had that name recognition yeah. and. And like, so the Jan Aldo fight, the reason why I get it is because Aljamain, and I, this is the little devil's advocate playing, Aljamain and Sanhagen, neither one have ever been a champion. Neither one have ever fought for a title. Then, yeah. then you can even look at Marlon Marias. He's never been a champion. Peter Jan, never been a champion, but he's there. Aldo brings that championship caliber to a fight. You know what I mean? I guess is. Yes. One, I mean, on the paper, on paper, he does. On pa- that's what I'm saying. On paper, yeah. I mean, okay. if you look at it, uh, if you ask me, Marlon Marais definitely brings it. He was the champion uh, or he was fighting for a long time. I think he definitely does bring it. You know what? Give Aljo a rematch against Marlon Marais then. Yeah. You know, Aljo is the smart guy to make those adjustments, and he got caught. Unfortunately, you know, it happens to anybody. Yeah. Oh, I think it should be Aljo all day. But I think when I started, I put on my hat. I started playing devil's advocate. I was like, maybe they're thinking Cody or Marlon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I do see why. Like, I obviously, I'm just talking, not talking shit, but like, as a fan, I'm just looking at things. And then from Dana White's point of view, he definitely he definitely has his point. Like, I see why he's making the decisions he's making. He, look, he had every single right to even like drop 125 pound division. Come on, nobody's watching it anymore. You know what I mean? They barely watched it when Demister Johnson was around. You know, but now I actually watched a couple of things about Figueredo. Dude struggled, man. He was from he was a he was a hairdresser. He worked this job. He had this job. You know what, man? My respect. Like, dude deserves it. Dude deserves it. You know what I mean? But I'm sure if you promote him, I'm sure we're gonna find things that we like in him. I think part of why they were scrapping the 125 pound division is because Demetrius wasn't the most exciting. He was dominant, so he wasn't exciting. And then they did a season of tough. And it produced, a, you know, a challenger, and that fight didn't do numbers. You know what I mean? So they were like, "Oh, this shit's not drawing. Nothing's happening." And then I think Cejudo. I don't even think Cejudo was doing big numbers. They just saw it as like something better than what was there before. And then the fact that Cejudo was champ, champ potential. So they were like, "All right, we yeah. could we could market this a little bit." 
Yeah, I I did definitely. I wasn't sure about Cejudo's whole vibe when he won the title, but look, he did what he had to do, and much respect to him. He got all the attention, and it ended up actually, you know, drawing a lot of attention because of the whole Triple C, him trying to find Valentina Shevchenko. Like it was, I thought it was corny, but it worked. Look, now he might even, dude, he might even fight. Uh, what's the boxer's name? Young, good-looking kid, Ryan Garcia. Yeah, Ryan Garcia. He might even fight him. And if I were him, I would do it. That's a lot of money. Bro, I want to watch. I would I would watch um, Cejudo versus Alex Volkanovsky. I would watch it too, but I think Volkanovsky definitely has the edge. He's just too big. Oh, oh definitely. It would be like a, a, almost like a Cinderella story. The deck would be definitely stacked against Henry Cejudo. But yeah. imagine if Cejudo won that fight. Look, it's a fight. He can. He, he definitely can. Yeah. And if if Cejudo trains accordingly to the weight class, I think he can definitely put on some mass. And look, he, dude is an Olympic champ. I think what he's done at that age, winning the Olympic gold medal, is way bigger than everything else he's accomplished. And I'm never, you know, he has he has everybody's respect forever. But Volkanovski is just, you know, and think, think, if you think how Volkanovski was a huge guy, playing rugby, right? Being 220 and salad, not even like a fat guy. And, you know, I'm, ass- I'm assuming he's bringing the power, you know? I've heard, too, because uh, Menace is close with uh, Volkanov, some of Volkanovsky's coaches. I've heard Volkanovsky's, like, ridiculously hard to keep down. Yeah, I've never seen him down. Like, I've, I've, I, once you take him down, he pops right back up. Like, he's yeah. got, like, explosive yeah. hips. Yeah, rugby, man. Rugby players are definitely some of the best athletes, and he's played it for a long time. I think it'd be an interesting fight. I mean, I don't want to see... I don't care about Ryan Garcia. Yeah. I'm saying... I'm just saying that because Cejudo has accomplished everything in MMA. Like, if you were going after money, he has the right to do it, and I would watch it. But even that, like, everyone wants to recreate Conor versus Mayweather for the money. You're not going to get Floyd Mayweather money to fight Ryan Garcia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's true. I think um, I think he yeah. might get – I don't know what Ryan Garcia gets paid, but what's he going to get? A couple million? I would think he might make that in MMA with like his pay-per-view numbers and whatnot if he fought like yeah. a Volkanovski or something. Yeah. I mean, I, I would if, – if we were doing this crossover, I'd really like to see some of these boxers come into MMA and try it just for just for fun. Uh, you know what? I mean, I'm sure they're going to get their asses kicked, but, you know, they, they're always thinking that – talking how these MMA fighters should come into boxing and fight. I'm like, can one of you guys step up and actually put on some MMA gloves? You yeah, know, I don't think... Pretty fun. think yeah. about it. Oh, I would love it, but I don't think any of them are going to do it. Ever. Yeah, they'll just like Tyson Fury, right? He puts on UFC gloves and like hits pads, and all of a sudden he's training MMA. I'm like, dude, you're not doing anything. You're just you just you're just hitting pads with MMA gloves. <laughs> Didn't he... Who, who'd he get together with? Didn't he get together with like Stipe or someone? Until. Oh, Darren Till, and he was throwing uh, leg kicks. You know, he was was it was it leg kicks or knees? He was doing. He was I, I think he was throwing leg kicks and he was throwing like shit on like Thai techniques, and people yeah. people were like, "Oh, he's fighting MMA." I was like, "No, he's not." Uh, yeah, that's the stupidest exactly. thing you could do. Even like for example, like you know, Gokan Saki, right? Of course. Like I see him now. Okay, he's he's amazing. He's one of my favorite kickboxers ever, right? And now I see him still like hit hit pads with MMA gloves. I'm like, bro, you're not really training MMA. You're just hitting pads. You're just training kickboxing with MMA gloves. Might as well go to 1FC and get a, get a Muay Thai kickboxing fight with MMA gloves. They do that in Asia. Yeah. So, so, like, 
you know, you know what I think, Simon, speaking of the um, flyweight division, it would have been a lot different if E. McCall was the champ first. Yeah. If it wasn't, he definitely uh, had the character. If he would have won instead of Demetrius. Yes, and which he did, if you think about it, that first uh, tournament fight in Australia, if yeah. he wasn't just playing to the crowd and trying to finish Demetrius, <laughs> instead he got too excited. And then, you know, Demetrius Johnson is amazing. He just made the adjustments and, you know, you can't even touch him again. So it would have been a whole different story because I think Ian McCall had the, had the personality to become a, to be a champ and carry the division. And, you know... The yeah. rest is history. Yeah, well, even that's what I was where we started with this, and then we went elsewhere. Was uh, I felt bad for Benavides? Yeah, like he didn't get beat that night. He got fucked up. Uh, last fight. Yeah, the guy oh, dude, Figueroa. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that explains, dude. Those Brazilians, when they're hungry, they're hungry. They're coming after you. Yeah, like that. That, that guy doesn't want to do those. Have those jobs that he he had in the past again. Like, no. You know, I mean, he comes from the slums, man. Like, ask him his life story. He'll tell you how hard it's been. You well, know? Well, then even, like, <laughs> yeah. the, when they were, like, talking to Benavidez at the press conference, and he was, like, just the shit he was saying, I felt so bad for him. I was like, damn. He said, he, like, he said, he's like, I've had four title shots. He's like, I know I'm not getting another one. He's like, I'm too old to win ten fights in a row right now. And then he was like, and then he yeah. said, he was like, you know, this Abu Dhabi thing, it's fucking six in the morning, and I just got my ass kicked. He's like, this shit's fucked up. Uh, <laughs> but if you think, yeah, he said that. If you think about it, like, this is surreal. Like, I'm going to Abu Dhabi. Just got my ass kicked. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. Like, who does this? But, you know, I'm at a different point in my life, personally. Dude, you got to be thankful for everything. You have a beautiful vibe. You got money. Not everybody gets to do what you did. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be. You know what I mean? Like, your destiny is something else now. Like, come on. There's, there's a lot worse shit going on in the world. Like, look at some of the, you know, I always try to look down not look up and be jealous of things or, or be bitter about the things you don't have. So, you know, uh, it's what it is. <laughs> yeah, but th- to be number two in the world four or five times, that's a, that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. You got to look at it. Yeah. yeah, yeah you got to look at it that way, yeah. But yeah, it, you, um, it was yeah. tough. It was tough. I was rooting for Joe B. I put money on Joe B. And then... Uh, yeah. That's not you bitter about it. <laughs> I thought he was. I thought he was going to win. Like the first fight, he he won the first round, and then the headbutt, and then he got knocked out. I was like, all right, maybe he could just avoid that right hand, avoid that headbutt, yeah. and then it was like 15 seconds in, he got dropped. I was like, yeah. oh yeah. god. I didn't have a favorite going into the fight. I was only. I would slightly pick Benavides just because Figueroa made weight this time. That extra four pounds make a huge difference. Uh, you know, he was more sucked down, obviously. That definitely makes a huge difference. And um, and I, uh, in the future, I have a feel, I feel like in the future he'll have more, he'll have a hard time again making weight. Yeah, I thought that too. I thought maybe he might not even make it again. He's a no, big, well, he, he's a big, he's already talking about trying to be a double, a double champ. I thought I heard that. And then Dana, dude, Dana shot it right down and was like, why don't he defend yeah. this belt first? Dude, I'm kind of over that. It's just not fair to all the guys in the division. Like, you know, like we just spoke to Marvin. Dude is trying to get his title shot too at some point. Like, these guys can't just keep waiting on the guy, on what's happening with the champions. You know, dude, come on. You can't try to taste everything. Like, stay in your lane, you know? Oh, man, that's so bad too. Like, uh, Anderson Silva. Yeah, but think about this. Why would Anderson Silva fight Marvin? It's a tough fight. He's a killer. And he's, Silva is getting old. 
And he's just, you know, what's I mean, he even trying to do at this point? The same way that he fought Adesanya and he fought Jared Cannonier, that would be him fighting Marvin, you know? But, like, for him to be, like, because it was, like, two months ago, three months ago, he was saying he wanted to fight Conor McGregor. Yeah. And then Why? it... You know, got a guy 30 pounds smaller than him. And then after that, and now there's like legs to him versus Pettis. Like Pettis has been reposting it. Pettis's management team's been posting it. Like they that that fight's not that far off from happening. I mean, look, I'll still watch as a fan. I'm so I'm I'm of course gonna watch it. I like both guys and I'm open. But sometimes even then, sometimes you don't know sometimes it's like Leonardo Machida. You don't know what you're gonna do with Anderson Silva. He could turn it into a boring fight too. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He's been you know? boring. He's been boring many times, dude. Ever since Chris Weidman, he hasn't been the same. No, so I'm not even too, that excited to you know watch him. So, yeah, I hear you there. I mean, I, I think he should have retired a couple years ago. Yeah, I don't like seeing legends like Shogun and who's fighting Shogun and Nogueira. Why are you guys fighting this weekend? Yeah, exactly. Why are you guys fighting? <sighs> Uh, Shog- I, mean, I don't want. Well, no, that's the crazy thing. Shogun has just expended a lot of his rounds. He's still young, Shogun. You think so? Yeah, I think he's still young. Let me see. Bro, Shogun, after going through those two Dan Henderson fights, <laughs> he's not young anymore. Yeah, no, he has a lot of miles on him, but I think he's still. Oh, he's 38 now. Never mind. Yeah. I, th- I, mean, no, I don't even care about his age, just looking at him. Because think about this. They also stayed. In that old school era, their styles never got better. Like, he can only fight Noguera. He can only fight one of those guys from that era. Put him, put him in there with any of the newer guys. Not even a super experienced guy, but like one of the newer guys. You're getting your ass whooped. Well, that's the thing. Like, he's only been fighting once a year. Since 2014, he fights once a year. Okay, that's enough. But even he's beaten Corey Anderson. He's beaten Volante. He beat Tyson Pedro. He's got some wins. Yeah. What did, you, did you guys talk about uh, Volante's last fight? Oh, man. No. I was going to roast him, but I loved, I loved Volante uh, during the fight before, like, how it happened. And he was winning. I think he just punched himself out, you know. Yeah, he got tired. Yeah. And I then even – so now that's a cheesy move, the head and arm triangle from the bottom. But then, like, I know – what's his name? Um, Ali. That's, like, Ali's move. Ali who? Ali Abdelaziz. What about him? He does He does that? Bro, he's caught some really good guys with a head and arm triangle from the bottom. Really? I've had conversations with fighters and been like, yo, is Ali good? And they'll be like, yeah, he's good. You know, he caught me with some bullshit. What'd he catch you with? You know, like a, a head and arm triangle from the bottom. And I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah. He looks like a strong guy. And then after that fight happened, he started posting like, yo, tell me that's not my move. And then he like posted like, and he started tagging people like, remember that time I caught you with this? And every, oh, wow. and people like his, his guys and they were all saying like, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Wow. The, the first time I ever saw that was, I think if I'm not wrong, Aljo got um, tapped um, Takeya Mizugaki with that from the bottom. Yeah. That's the first time I ever see anybody do it. But even like, yeah, when Volante got caught, he, he didn't look good physically going into the fight. Yeah. So like yeah. he was getting ripped apart on the forums for that. And then even me and yeah. De- me and Menace like looked at each other like, damn. But then we watched the fight 
we like watched it together and we were like holy shit he's actually not doing bad yeah. he's, he's gonna win this fight he's gonna yeah. w- win at heavyweight yeah yeah and then he like got the got the takedown was on top winning like two minutes away yeah. from a win and then yeah. got yeah yeah i was talking like i was talking shit too like when i saw him like that with the with the belly you know because he was always like 225 making 205 now he put on what did he weigh in at he weighed in at like 240 for 50 255 so he probably made cut weight to 55 so everything went into the belly like he didn't put any mass any muscle everything went into the belly yeah but even I like mean, maurice green probably looked at him at the scale and was like is this guy fucking serious like this guy's a light. I got the guy he fought was, uh, was probably like, "Is he fucking serious? Like, I'm gonna fuck this guy up tomorrow." Yeah, like it no, did. No, he did. He was doing fine until he got tapped. Yeah, it looked like he didn't take it too seriously, but yeah. he was winning the fight. So yeah, that was it. Was a tough one. I was obviously rooting for him, but yeah, he came. That's crazy. Well, well, he just had a kid, so he came in there with full blown dad bod. Yeah, and that was a true dad bod. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, he actually lived up to it. He's like, you know what? I'm a dad now. I'm gonna show it. Yeah. So you can't hate him on that. But I, I, yeah. But even him, like, I don't know where does he go from there. Uh yeah. I, I don't know what he would want to do with his career. He might be one. You know, I don't know what his status is with the kid and the, like you know starting a family and stuff. So, I mean, you know, he can always he can definitely stay on the roster and fight a couple times a year. He's he's good. He's been always good. Yeah. He just got to train. You know. Well, that's the thing, like, I've heard is, and, like, a menace will always attest to it, like, he's seen him work really hard, but then he's also seen him be really lazy. Yeah. I'm, like, me being around him, I just, I wish he trained outside of a fight. You know, he never came into a training camp ready, ready to go. Like, he had to get in shape the whole camp. So that means you're not really working on anything, but just to get in shape. Like, no game plan, no specific training. Well, just struggling the whole camp, you know? Yeah, that was the downfall of Phil Baroni's UFC run. Yeah. Look, these guys got to take it. Even I was I was just in Missouri visiting my old team and stuff. You know, I was just asking, like, how is this guy doing? How is that guy doing? My coach is like, you know, the guy doesn't want to fight. He doesn't show up. But yada, yada, yada. I'm like, dude, how can you be so good but not want to do it? I mean, you're doing it half-assed, like, I always put extra time into it. And, like, for example, I had a friend named Zach Freeman. You know, that's who I was at. He's the guy who knocked out Eric Pico in his pro debut. In yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, Zach was always so good. He just never came in, like, he was never, I mean, he had a job and stuff, but he was never fully dedicated. And, you know, I'm like, dude, if you just put a little, because he beat some good guys with half ass training. I'm like, if you put some time into it, you know what I mean? Like, he would be so good. So it's just like one of those things. Like, how can he be so good but not be good? That's that's a common tale, I think, in fighting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but that's also part of it, too, is guys have to work a job. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. So you got to be, like, crazy disciplined and a mental case to be like, yeah. after my 9 to 5, I'm going to train for four hours. Man, yeah. I, I personally don't have it. I, I don't even have the. I don't even have it in me to go through a regular training camp with no job. Like I don't have it in me anymore. Yeah. You know? That's why, like, you know, once you lose it, once you don't have it anymore, you should not do it. This is not something you want to do half-ass. Yeah. There's a well. Even so. speaking of Bellator, there's a Bellator this weekend. They're coming back. 
Yeah, yeah. No crap. I just got the CBS deal because my my friend who I stayed with in uh, Missouri, he works for Bellator, and I have a bunch of friends fight for Bellator, and they lost the DAZN deal. And, I mean, um, th- that th- how did he, that, did they lose it or DAZN fucking folded? Oh, uh, maybe DAZN dropped them because I think DAZN pays you, right? Yeah. I don't know how it. I don't know how it works. I believe yeah, DAZN pays you like a, a licensing deal. Yeah, but I think there's also a reason why they did it because they're going to be doing all the fights in Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. And I think they're going to do Friday Bellator and Saturday Showtime Boxing in the same venue. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think CBS kind of, does CBS does, uh, does CBS do CBS CBS is owned by Showtime, yeah. Okay, so that's why they're doing that. Or they own Showtime, yeah. I'm curious to see how long they're gonna be staying around with you know no with no with no gate with no tickets. Bellator. Yeah. I think they do. I think their money comes more from the, the TV deal as opposed, like similar to the PFL. I don't think they're killing it on ticket sales. Like I've been, yeah. I'm sure you've been to a Bellator event and seen like they're not even close to sold out. Yeah. Yeah. True. But think about this. Even going. Uh, you know, going they always hire local promoters, and undercard is full of local fighters who yeah. will sell tickets. Yeah, so I'm sure they still brought some type of money. Yeah. So you know, a lot of these promotions, like Legacy, was just starting back up last week. I think like a lot of these promotions are gonna be hurting, man. Like they can't just they were still making some money from ticket sales. Bro, you know, I'm talking to yeah. I'm talking to some of my friends in Europe that fight for glory. Uh, some of my friends in Turkey. They're all, like, none of them, or most of them did not fight, have not fought this year. And they're like, dude, I need just one fight. I don't care who it is. I just need to fight. Like, they need to make some type of income. Yeah, it's fucked up. But even, like, yeah. there, there were, so obviously the pro shows, they're going to do the testing and whatnot. There were shows, amateur shows in New York, trying to put on shows, like, with no testing, no nothing, still trying to sell tickets, like, cash grab promoters, not giving a fuck. You know, like Lou Niglia. <laughs> eh, I'm not gonna name names, but yeah, he he he, he was one of them. <laughs> oh wow, bro, he was trying to put on Capital shows. Like Triton was trying to do like an outdoor venue and trying to sell tickets to it. Um, Are they allowed to? Technically, no. I mean, there's like loopholes in it, but it's like so they were gonna you you were allowed like venues were opening at like 33 percent capacity. So they got like a huge outdoor venue that had like 4,000 people. So they'd be able to sell their usual like 700 tickets. But it's like... It's not like they sell anyways. Yeah. But it's like, dude, you're not doing any testing. And you're planning on selling... Like you're planning on putting on a full-blown show. It's like, I don't know, sketchy. How how open is New York right now? Um, I'm sure you've seen the memes. Like they'll fucking... Like Cuomo is like, oh no, you can't go out and have a beer. But if you go out and have a beer with some French fries, you're good. That's how you, they forcing you to sell food, huh? He in New York, yeah. So yeah, same, same here. So a lot of people are now making they're making like the Kumo menu, and it's like for one dollar they'll sell you like a handful of chips. You know, like dumb shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Here too, like a while back. So some of the bars and restaurants, you know, when they open back up. They would sell you like bars, right? Like on Main Street, like every town has a Main Street where bars are. They would sell you alcohol, but you have to buy food with it, like any kind of on the, whatever the cheapest thing on the menu, you just have to buy it. 
So like we would just go out drinking on the street. I'm like, dude, I would buy a chips and guacamole with french fries. Every time I get a drink, I'm like, dude, I don't want I'll just pay for it. I don't want it. Don't give it to me. <laughs> you but know? now people are, Cuomo, the governor of New York, is now getting pissed. And he's saying people are taking too much of an advantage of it. And he thinks that the cases are going to spike again. And he's now threatening to close everything back down again. People are super... People are really mad at California Governor Newsom now too because he's shutting everything back down. Well, he shut he shut everything back down, right? Everything's off in California. True, you you only you can only be like my gym is closed where I work at. UFC gym is closed. Um, you can only be open if you have a patio or like a outdoor seating, and you can only serve in outdoor seating area. So like when you go to my main street here, like where all the bars and restaurants are, they literally shut down the block. So these restaurants and bars have um, tables and seats outside on the on the street. So and I think the county kind of let them do that, so they stay open. So like, you can't drive on Main Street anymore. You just it's, it turned out to outdoor restaurants. Yeah, that's I think I'm pretty sure that's where we're at. Gyms are still not open, but I know a lot of people are now doing some vigilante shit and just opening up. Yeah. With man, like I don't know, man. It's. Uh... I mean, what do you what do you do though, like, <sighs> bro? I don't even know how I got it. Like, if I got yeah. like I got it from like BJ's. You think so? Hundred percent. There's no other place I could have got it from. You only went to BJ's. Yeah, I went to like BJ's or a supermarket. That's the only places oh. I've really been. Yeah, I just flew last week, so I was waiting for it. I was like, if it, it was it was that first time flying, you know, when this thing started. It was a weird vibe. Like, it felt different for sure. And, uh, oops. And, uh, you there? Yeah. And, but I, I mean, I don't have it yet, so I haven't felt sick. Bro, even that, like, they say the, I, like, I saw the general consensus was three to four days, but then they say two to 14 days is the actual yeah. time. Yeah. I, so that I don't know. It still leaves the same window. Like if I went anywhere, I stopped at a casino. But if anything, the casino is the only place that took any type of precaution. Yeah. Like the casino, they were spraying shit down every five minutes. There was hand disinfecting shit everywhere. They actually had you quarantined and like distanced from other players. Yeah. They took your temperature before you got there. Yeah. Like thermal scan. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like, I know the BJ's, Big Lots, and fucking stores like that, they weren't checking shit. Yeah. So, BJ's I don't know. right here, BJ's by my house, they turned their parking lot into a restaurant. Um, otherwise, they have to stay closed. Really? Like, their parking lot is their restaurant now. Because they don't have outdoor seating. Yeah. And, dude, I'm all about keeping your immune system up hot, you know, good, and, you know, eating good, staying healthy. You know, if you're going to get sick, you're going to get sick. I'm just going to be careful for the elderly. There's nothing else you can do. You can't just hide behind a mask, you know. And I'm not saying don't wear a mask. Wear your mask, but you can't hide behind it. You know, so. I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, if it's your time, it's your time, I guess, you know. Yeah, and, and that too. But I'm not going to go chase it. But yeah, absolutely. If it's your time, it's your time. Yeah. But... So. We'll, we'll close this out on, we'll talk a little bit about Ghislaine Maxwell. Well, first, Bellator, they got Aaron Pico this weekend. Yep. 
Um, what's that other one they got? You know Steve Mowry? Tall Steve uh, Tall Steve fights people from uh H kickboxing? No. I can't see the fight. They don't have the fight up, but it's like a good heavyweight fight. Oh, here we go. Rudy the main event. You know Rudy Sharoff? Well, Rudy Shafroth versus Steve Mowry. The main event is Sergio Pettis versus Ricky Bondeas. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, wow. Good for them. Getting get the main, main event. Yeah, that's a good one. And then, you know Jason Jackson? No. <laughs> uh, he was on The Ultimate Fighter. He's another age kickboxing guy. He's fighting Jordan Mean is the co-main event. Oh, Jordan Mean is uh, from Canada. Yeah, he's making his Bellator I debut. I remember him. Uh, he, he fought Tyron Woodley on Strike Force. Yeah. And... Um, he it was a split decision, and Jordan Main was on the bottom just throwing elbows. Yeah, he's the, the, that's the time when Tyron Woodley all he did was take people down and just lay on top of them. He was a human blanket, and that's all he did. And I couldn't believe that was a you know split decision because Jordan Main really tried him from the bottom. I still remember that fight. That's how I uh, reckon, uh, remembered his name. Yeah, he's tough, Jordan Main, but he he, yeah. he he's now coming back. I think he. He had like that point at one point where he was like done fighting. Hmm. Like he lost a couple fights in the UFC. He lost to Thiago Alves, Emil Meek, Bilal Muhammad, and then he was yeah. like he lost yeah. the Eye of the Tiger or some shit like that. Oh wow! But now he's coming back. But that should be a good card. I'm happy to see Bellator coming back. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the whole what do you what, what's your feeling on the fighting without a crowd for as a spectator? As a fighter, you mean? Uh, well, both. Like, as a fighter, I'm sure you wouldn't mind because you're getting paid, but... Yeah. As a fighter, I'm sure it's, it, it feels weird. Like, I've sparred in the gym several times, you know, still, like, went at it. I didn't care. Um, but, like, it sucks for some guys. Like, for example, Sahuda retired, right? He, I'm sure you would have wanted people to cheer for you and, like, th- go through that feeling, man. You deserved it. You deserve to get that attention from people. But now you had to be done with nobody around you. And, it, I mean, I don't mind watching. I mean, it feels the same watching it for me. Those guys are still putting on a, putting on a great show. It doesn't, there's no difference for me. Um, I, I mean, I'm just curious to see how much longer can, you know, they can keep this up with no fans. I think These guys got to get paid, man. Now, UFC is the biggest one. Okay, I get that. But, like, there are a bunch of other, you know, average promotions out there from legacy to other ones they can't you know hopefully they have the money to to keep these guys paid you know well that's the thing too is yeah like everyone all the amateurs like i was talking about in new york they all are begging to fight but it's like dude it's is it worth it at this point you know what i mean yeah yeah and me like we talked about before we started like i'm a, a skeptic i don't think the coronavirus is as bad as they make it out to be i don't think that the numbers are accurate i don't think any of that but if and just in case, if you're not getting paid, don't fucking put yourself at risk. Yeah, amateur, it's not worth it. Not worth it at all. Even like entry level fights at Legacy, you know, or Ring of Combat, it's not worth it. Like five hundred, five and five. So if I lose, I'm getting five hundred bucks. I'm paying one hundred and fifty for my medicals. I don't. I'm not making ticket money. Like it's not worth yeah. it. Yeah. But you'll end up paying if you don't have insurance. You're gonna end up paying your corona your hospital bills your corona tests so you're gonna end up owing money yeah and then even that's the other thing like i was like where i saw these events not putting any type of testing in play i'm like dude the ufc is the only show going right now and they're spending 
hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars on testing. Yeah. Like there's there's no reason that, you know, Bobby Campbell should be having a show in a fucking bar with no. Uh, What's the bar in Wanta? Yeah, Mulcahy's. Mulcahy's, yeah. Yeah, like we don't need the world championships of Mulcahy's. Like, and, and here, I want the fights to happen, but I don't want the fights getting like a black eye because seven people got coronavirus from fucking fights at the bar. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And is he is, is he is he trying to do shows right now? He was, yeah. <laughs> Bro, everyone, everyone, and like me, me, menace, and a couple of our friends, like we got together and we were going to put on shows, and then we had we had an event scheduled for April, and coronavirus killed it. And now people have been hitting us up like, yo, when are you guys doing a show? And I'm like, uh, yeah, like when when there's a crowd or when there's testing, yeah. you know, like I'm not fucking, I don't want to be that show, that fucking, you came yeah. into my show and got Corona. And they're going to talk shit. Yeah. And then you know what it would be right now? It'd be, yo, the promoter gave me Corona. <laughs> yeah, you have it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you don't. I mean, honestly, you look good. I hope you have it and you'll be done with it. No, I have it, 100%. I mean, 99%. I just okay. haven't... Like, I don't know why the results are taking so long. They said seven days. It's been seven yeah. days. I, and yeah, I, please I, text me and let me know. Yeah, I called them today. They didn't have my results, but we'll see what happens. But yeah, we'll wrap yeah. this up. Hopefully... Uh, and and uh, check out Bare Knuckle, too, man. They're coming back this Friday. Oh, shit. Yeah, Bare Knuckle. I, what are they doing? They're doing no crowd, right? Uh, I, asked, I actually asked Isaac. Um, he said he doesn't know yet, but I doubt... They're gonna do, they're gonna do fans, but it's YouTube and Facebook Live uh, free. All right, I like that. That should be good. I, yeah, I, I think they're doing it in Florida. Yeah, Florida's sketchy. Florida might let you do a little crowd. Uh, yeah, I mean they're kind of. It's kind of getting serious there. I think the governor was kind of taking it seriously now. Oh no, so I'm not sure. Florida's like the epicenter right now, but then there's also you see the shit coming out where they're lying. They're yeah. fucking, they're, they're up in their, and it's all politically driven. Like, even I, I argue with people on Facebook all the time, and they're like, oh, how is it politically driven in New York? You get more funding, and you get more aid if your numbers are higher. That's why. Yeah. And then, yeah. so Cuomo or de Blasio or whatever politician, they look better if they yeah. save the day when the numbers yeah. were so crazy. So. Here's, here's a prediction for you before we go. Come election time, November third. That's when it is, right? That's when the elections are. Yeah, I believe so. Third. Corona might be over. The day, yeah, we're done with elections. Corona will be done. I mean, we thought Corona. That's a possibility. That's we, a possibility. Then, as far as the news goes, Corona was done once the protest started. But that's what I'm saying. So they're still come here. Election time. Come election time, um, Corona might be done too. So the protest died down, and now. Cases are spiking in every state. Yeah, yeah, man. So I believe nobody. I believe nothing. Yeah, I think that the other day when I saw it, like yesterday or the day before, they said like 42 states right now, cases are spiking and are at their like peak or going up. Yeah. I mean, I would, when I was in Missouri, I was just in Missouri. There's not much going on there. And my buddy picked me up. We were going to, we stopped by the grocery store. After he picked me up, I was like, hey, do you need a mask here? Because you need a mask here in California when you walk in anywhere. He goes, get that mask bullshit out of here. <laughs> they don't, I mean, it's a Republican state. They don't really believe it. 
you yeah. know, or there's not much going on there. So New York is mask everywhere. Yeah, I mean, look for now. Probably they should. You know, you guys should. I wore the mask. You. I you wore. Didn't have a mask on. <laughs> no, I wore the mask everywhere, but I still got that shit. Yeah, you so, need to put it on. You're gonna give it to me now. It makes no sense. I don't know how I got it, but we'll yeah. figure it out. But yeah, hopefully we'll do this again. Hopefully, Ghislaine Maxwell starts spitting out some names so that we have yeah, some. Oh yeah. some oh yeah, I can't wait for the bitch to come out and give us some entertainment. Yeah, but we'll see. She 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 claims she might be dead. She's claiming that she's off uh, and fearful for her life. We'll see. All right, Al, you're the man. All right, brother. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. All right, I'll talk talk to you soon. All right, bye bye. Peace.